0: I'm. I'm t- you mean fifth time I'm not doing this a fifth time she's made me redo this fucking podcast like five times already I don't know who the kid is and who's the mom I'm yelling I don't want you god damn it mom I will turn this car around
1: and then you start reaching back and you smack me I can't reach you're hitting everything else and this is just air oh my the kids god. are just back yes. there going eh, fuck you your arms aren't long enough
0: Oh, my God. God damn it. Okay. So, hello. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to our podcast. We still don't know what the name's going to be, but we'll figure it out. I like Mommy and Chrissy random
1: combos. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Combos. (laughs) Combos. Okay. So, she wants me to start and well am i going to start with my little other story okay so i'm going to start with my big story that i have that i listened to on another podcast and i missed some of the details from it because they had a lot more and whatever but i'm going to try to remember those details off of the top of my head but what i have here is just kind of off of fucking google i have to burp i'm sorry but it's (laughs) (laughs) excuse me But it's, um, it's, it's interesting, and it's a very old case. Not very old.
1: (laughs) I shouldn't say very, very old. I hate you because I was ten. I know! That's why I
0: was saying, I meant, it's not, like, a case that is like, oh, this happened in, like, 1993, and everybody knows about it, kind of thing. It's a case that not a lot of people know. There's barely any fucking information on it whatsoever. Like, there's one picture of the girl from her school thing, like, and whatever. So, okay, so basically it starts with, <clears throat> it's in, in uh, Columbus, Ohio, it's 1975, and it was Saturday, August 23rd. Okay, I'm
1: going to put in here, just outside of Columbus, Ohio, is Napoleon, Ohio, mm-hmm. probably about 40 minutes, so about from here to um, Toronto, mm-hmm. Oshawa to Toronto, that is where my Uncle Joe... And all my lovely, lovely cousins from the States live. And in
0: 1975
1: is when they used to come often. Well, we would go there for July 4th Hmm. every year. And they used to come here. And it's my um, Patricia and Meredith. And anyways, all my cousins, they're the reason that I loved baton so much and taught you baton (laughs) and put Erica in baton. Huh.
0: And well, they're from Ohio,
1: that. so there you go. So
0: there's a little connection. And I thought it was also weird that it's coming up on to, like, the 50-year, or, yeah.
1: No, 60s is the, it's like 40. Okay, I
0: was reading off of online, 40-year-olds unsolved murder, and yeah. it was like fucking, I don't remember when, when I was looking at it. So in my head, I was just trying to put in math quickly and just be like, it's coming up. Either way, it happened on August 23rd, which is obviously very this month. Very soon. It's very soon. Yes. So I thought that was kind of cool, too. So, her name is Christy Lynn Mullins, who was the one that was murdered, but in this thing, it doesn't say her friend's name. It just keeps referring to her friend as her friend. But her friend's name was Carol Reeves, which is, like, kind of important to me because of how this case goes around. Like, it's not just, like, she's no one. Like, she's actually kind of important. So, <clears throat> um, basically, on that day, on August 23rd, uh, they were both at Carol's house, and and if I, I can't remember correctly from my podcast, but I'm pretty sure they said that she had already gotten multiple phone calls before, or that other girls around the area had also gotten phone calls. So she gets a phone call, and her mom picks up the phone, and it's a male caller, and she said she didn't recognize the voice or anything. But then she ha- and he asked for Carol specifically, like it's Carol there. So she gives the phone to Carol, and Carol gets on the phone, and he says that he's a disc jockey for a cheerleading comp- contest. And that if you, they go down to the Woco department store at Graceland Shopping Center on the north side of Columbus, um, they can come and, cl- they can win a prize if they, and the prize was tickets to the Ohio State Fair, I think.
1: Right. And cheerleading and baton and Obviously, ben, which is like kind of ironic yes. Is huge, huge in the States. Well,
0: that's why they were we probably don't like, oh, do cool. That here, yeah.
1: Right. We don't do that here in Canada. Yeah. But in the States...
0: You are nothing if you're not on the Well, right? team. So, and can't 100% be the these two 14-year-olds... Oh, sorry. And they're 14 years old. 14. Little babies. Little babies. So, you know they hear this and they're like, oh, cool. We can come and win this end. Right. We can get state fair. Like... um, And he says to meet them at the Graceland Center at 1.45 p.m. So, basically, from my podcast, how they explained it, it was their neighborhood and then this, like, wooded, like, wooded area, like, kind of thing where you could get through to go to the shopping center and then like the shopping center backed up onto it so they they it was amazing made the most sense for that path of them to walk through there so they get to the shopping center and that was at like just before like one thirty and they weren't sure if they were like too early and i mean this is the time where there's no fucking cell phones you don't like you know what i mean and they don't see anything they don't see like a contest booth or anything like that so christy though not the one that got the phone call right she's outside on like a like a railing and um carol goes inside to go and see what time it is and to see if there's any like contest going on so when she walks in she says last like view that she saw she was that uh chrissy was just leaning against the railing combing her hair which i was like that's so 70s i just can't even that's so 70s we We literally (laughs) i know you did in our back pocket big giant (laughs) pump i'm like i could just picture it in my head her just leaning there and like fucking sweet baby angel she's so cute too like literally just like pure Aww. 70s 14 year old little baby angel like she would have been so gorgeous when now, she grew did up did
1: she have brown hair parted in the middle uh
0: yeah she did yeah, that's yeah, what i'm course. saying she ted bundy would have Ted loved Bundy,
1: her. right um okay go on so, no. so the last she saw she was combing her hair because we all did that we had yes. big giant combs in her back pocket and if you're really cool
0: Sometimes the, the handle of the comb
1: had sayings on it and stuff. Oh,
0: uh, oh yeah! Like, your, did you get personalized sayings? Like,
1: well, no, because it was seventies. Oh my god! She, see, oh, <laughs> she, she's such a little baby, little
0: fucking sweet baby, little angel. tiny, thing. and you you bang right on yeah. brown hair parted in the middle. So well, we all did. Yeah, with her little cute little necklace. Um... Okay, so, yeah, so they get to, so she goes in, and she comes, she's only in there for a couple of minutes, she comes back out, and Christy's not there, and so she waits around for, like, 20 minutes, and Christy doesn't, like, show back up, so I guess she was just kind of like, maybe she went home, or, like, I don't know, I I don't know, I find that kind of fucked up. If my friend, if I went with Olivia somewhere, and I went in for five minutes and came back out, she was not there, and I, and I mean, yes, I guess that there was no cell phones, but even at that point, I'd be like, "Eh." Where'd my friend go? Like, that's because you
1: were raised in a completely oh, different I guess, era. I guess.
0: I mean, you would come out,
1: and I'm sure well, my friend might
0: come out and go. Where the hell well, did she went to another friend's house. My thing is, I thought she would have went like home. Maybe my friend went back to like my place or something. I don't know. Right. I, but she went to a different friend's house, which again is even more panic mode. I mean, literally what in the
1: '70s, Kristen. <laughs> I was five, and it would be like summertime, and it would be like you get up. You'd have breakfast and, like, and it was cereal yeah. or whatever. And it'd be like, hey, grab your Barbies.
0: See ya. Yeah, and bye. you were
1: literally gone <laughs> the
0: until the streetlights yeah. came on. Or you heard well, your mom. Well, that's why it's not weird that and you we get a phone call and you just walked to the shopping center. Like. We hung out in the forest. I mean, we just, we didn't
1: tell Ooh. them where we were going. Yeah. Right? And we just hung out in the yeah, forest. You just went there. And trust me, there was enough creepy guys telling us to get undressed and stuff in the forest. Oh
0: fucking hundred percent. I wouldn't doubt it. And then you just never said anything.
1: Well remember my eggplant story? <laughs> yes. I'm, yes. Okay. Yes. So I'll tell you quickly my eggplant story. So I'm seven years old. <laughs> I'm with Lizanne, my best friend. We're playing in the forest. <laughs> And we come across Playgirl books. Oh my god! Right, so it's the seventies. So the pictures are grainy, yeah. and they're not that great, or whatever. Um, I'm seven. <laughs> okay, so I've never seen a naked boy yes. before, ever. And I we found this Playgirl book. So of course we're looking at it. We're seven. Yeah. And the centerfold is etched into my brain. <laughs> was this very large black man? <laughs> Okay. With a huge afro. <laughs> on his head. Because it was the seventy. It was a 70. <laughs> on his head. On his head. Also a great big afro on his neither regions. Oh my god. But to my seven year old brain, <laughs> his penis looks like an eggplant. <laughs> Because I'm seven.
0: Because you're seven. And, and it like, was don't.
1: so erect <laughs> and so large and so purple. It's so purple. That it looked like an eggplant. Oh, my God. So this is what my
0: seven-year-old brain still uh. envisions. But, but, I mean that happened in the forest and creepy fucking men in the forest. Yeah, the forest stay out of the goddamn forest well okay but and there's another thing though
1: like there's another interesting thing about that clearly this wasn't a little a girl a, a teenage girl looking at these yes exactly right and there was a bunch of them they were in a hollow log <laughs> so Cre- right so fucking creepy it's <laughs> so creepy 70s 70s we did this. yeah Totally did this. Oh my god. All the time.
0: Okay. (laughs) Jesus.
1: And if you think we didn't go back to the same hollowed out log Yeah, of course, to go and see.
0: Yeah. Just to see. We sure did. Um so
1: not to mention her mother had in the back of no wonder I'm so screwed up. Behind (laughs) her toilet. I don't I don't know she had like three older brothers. They were teenagers. Again, seven. Behind the toilet in her bathroom, there was a sex book, and it was all S&M. Ew. Chains, whips, dog collars. I'm seven. Yeah. You're this is my introduction to is. sex. No right wonder there.
0: you're not fucking Serial right? killer. like that. It's a, truthfully. Honestly.
1: Honestly. Okay. Sorry. So,
0: going back, because we kind of digress there. So, because we haven't even gotten to, like, fucked up shit of this story. Okay. So. I'm a little scared
1: of the fucked up shit. It's.
0: It's fucked. So I'm
1: seeing me right now. Okay, go
0: right. Exactly. This is why I thought you would love this story. Okay. This is why I picked this one. So then, um, this guy comes. Okay, it's this is where it gets fuckery okay, so for me because in my podcast it explains it better. But basically, this guy named Henry Newell comes up from like the forest, comes running into the department store, and witnesses said that he looked kind of. Like he looked super upset and distraught, and he was like, "I just saved this girl from being beaten by this man with a log, whatever." But then they said that he kind of got mad. He looked like he was angry when they said they were going to call. They were calling the police, which was weird. Yeah. And he looks weird. He looks Ted Bundy, where he looks like he's got like the handsome smile, but you can just see right in his eyes where he's fucking like. No, he's just something, soulless, but, like, and, and like, Paul Bernardo type, like, he could just sway anybody, but his story was, he was walking through that forest at, like, two o'clock in the afternoon with his wife and his daughter, and he hears some screams, so he starts (coughs) running to go and find, um, where the scream's coming from, and leaves his wife and his daughter just chilling. which, number one, A, what the fuck, so he runs up and he sees this creepy man with this like long hair and just like fucking homeless looks like he's been living in caves and he's makes dead eye contact with uh henry drops the board and starts running so he runs up to the girl he says that he whips the board off of her because he was so angry that he was witnessing this he takes his shirt off and tries to... But at this point... what? Why is it taking a shirt right? off? Right? To, to help with the blood or something. But it's like at this point, you can clearly tell this girl is beaten like mere seconds from death. So yeah. like I can understand if you were trying to help her, but at the same time, why didn't you run after the guy? Like he's now running. And and not, not only, your fucking wife and your daughter are just chilling back there. So you're telling me that you... Aren't concerned with them. Like, like you're not going to run after him to make sure he's not going to go after them? So then he does that, then he leaves the body and runs to the department store, and that's when the whole thing happens, when it says that he's the uh, eyewitness and whatnot.
1: Why is the computer off? (laughs) I don't know. And now you've lost it all. Because my computer's a piece of garbage, we've discussed it. So you don't need it anyway.
0: Well, I... No. You know Well, kind of. Well, no, because it gets fucking weird. But anyway, so he... And goes to the police station. Oh, I do need it though. No, you're the, fine. It tells me what happened to her. So he basically um she okay, was so. she was strangled, she was beaten. Oh, shit. Yes. She was strangled, she was beaten. Oh my goodness. Sorry, guys. Okay. So, it she the body of Christy Lynn Mullins was found on the same day, three-fourths of a mile behind the former Wilco's department store. Her hands had been bound with a telephone wire. Her clothing was partially stripped. She was struck in the head multiple times by a two-by-four board. The crime scene was several blocks away from the residential street where Christy Mullins lived with her family. So. Wow. Okay. Sorry. So, and then... So, he ends up going and saying and gives a statement. They let him go back or whatever. His wife gives a statement and this is what I mean is there's parts in my podcast that weren't in there. His statement and his wife's statement was, we saw the man and he had black scraggly hair and da 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 da. Okay, bushy
1: the bushy hair stranger is the go-to lie.
0: That's what I'm saying. So, the pictures that I have of this is, like, the sketch is literally the creepiest fucking guy that you've ever seen with a mullet, and he's, like, just fucking force-looking evil guy, okay? So, but the weird thing is, she said, we. Yes. We saw. We saw. She wasn't fucking around. So, I don't understand. So, then, he ends up, um... A co- they they draw this composite sketch. They they throw it out everywhere, and they and they hear about the phone call. So they're trying to kind of figure out the phone call and whatnot. And um, they this cop who's just at a parade one day is looking at like the crowd, and he's like whatever. And there's just this guy out of the crowd, and he goes, "That guy looks exactly like the fucking sketch." Like he just was like that guy. So he brings him down, and this guy's got the like brain of a ten year old. So he's he's very. But he starts confessing to, like, the murders. So... Happens all the time. Right? But he doesn't know. So he's confessing to all these murders. He's saying this. And then Henry Newell is like, oh, yeah, that's the guy. 100%. That's the guy. That's exactly who I saw or whatever. And at this point, the guy that... um, Jack... Oh, my heart
1: is breaking right right
0: now. Right? So Jack goes in, and, like, it gets worse. So Jack goes in, and they're, like, asking him all these questions, and they're like, well, where were you in this time? And he's like, well, I was walking down the street, and da-da-da-da, and I left, and he lived at, a like, a like a halfway house, like a basically, but right. he could leave and do his thing and, like, come right. back and whatever. And they, they and he would have to bus. He didn't have a car, he didn't have no. anything. And where he was, from the department store, he left, someone said he left at 1.45 p.m. Yeah. There was no fucking way he would have been able to get on a bus... Go all the way down yeah. especially knowing and yeah. calling these girls and stuff, but nope, they were like he's confessed so blah 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 blah. So his foster parents from when he was younger come in and go, no, you guys yeah he's he's got the brain of a ten year old he goes if you're if you ask him what because she he, they said he he admitted to raping he goes ask him what rape is yeah ask him if he knows what rape is has yeah. no clue what rape even is because he doesn't know like he's just he's saying yes i'm doing these things because you're telling him that he says that he's doing these things he doesn't understand right but the jury convicted gross. him
1: just so gross right? and disgusting i i'm hoping it doesn't happen as much nowadays but totally feeding the I information mean, it's like the making
0: a murder with,
1: yeah well i never watched that because i think it would make me sad
0: it's hard it's one of those ones that every episode you flip and switch and go no he's guilty no he's not guilty no he's guilty no he's not guilty cuz like they've is got a so mentally much mentally handicap but the 10-year-old kid he confesses and at one point he even says like in making a murder and he turns to the detectives and goes how long is after saying like yeah i was there for it not yeah. knowing he goes is when am I going to get back because I have a school... Pro- or am I going to get back for seventh period because I've got a school project or something? Like, doesn't even yeah. fucking understand he just confessed to murder and you're not leaving to well, go to your school because project. because they, they
1: keep them... I think what they you miss out of that is they keep them sometimes for seven hours. Well, that's what they I mean, They don't feed yes. them. They don't, yes. you know, maybe give them a, a glass of water. And at this point, somebody who's um, mentally challenged... Or a child just wants to go home.
0: Yes, just it's seven like, hours I'm tired. and so I'll if, tell you anything. I'm and
1: basically, they're telling him, if you just confess, everything will be yes. okay. So okay, fine. I did it. Can I go home now?
0: Yes. Can okay. I did it. I just want to get the fuck out of here.
1: Right. Right. Disgusting. Because all back then, as long as they had a culprit. They didn't really no. give a shit who. No, else. it was. It's not
0: about. It's not about. It wasn't about justice. It was just about fixing the problem. Being like, look at we. And that's one of the quotes they say is when they talk about the investigation. They say specifically, our police work was shoddy at best. Yeah. Is what they say because they knew they fucked up royally. Yeah. And they in, the, not. in
1: the seventies, like honestly, in the seventies, there was nobody policing the police. Well,
0: exactly. Do you know what and I mean like, by
1: that? Like they were so badly corrupted
0: so in
1: every city so now that i've got my
0: notes back up that makes it a little more easier maybe you should buy
1: mommy a new laptop
0: maybe i should 11 days after the murder was committed the suspect appeared before a judge in a court hearing that was held without a jury sorry the suspect pled guilty to one count of aggravated murder and was sentenced to term of life in prison the police prosecutors considered Christy lynn mullen's murder case to be closed A week later, at a court hearing, the murder case became a public controversy. The public became increasingly skeptical over the police and prosecutors, claims that the suspect was mentally retarded, that's what it said, and had a mental age of a preteen child, had murdered uh, Christy Lynn Mullins. The public believed that the wrong man had been convicted.
1: Good for the public. Right? Go public.
0: Right? Two weeks later, the growing public controversy forced the original defense attorney to withdraw from the murder case. A new defense attorney was appointed, and the guilty plea was later withdrawn. After the guilty plea was set, a new term of defense attorneys were appointed, but illegal wrangling in the murder case prevented a retrial from happening for a considerable amount of time. I'm pretty sure that's because they had already closed the case. So once you close a case, it's really hard to be like, oh, no, psych, it's actually not closed, and whatever. So... And again, who reopens the case? Well, exactly. So the police have to investigate it. So,
1: oops, we fucked up. Let's drag our feet, and maybe this will all be swept under the carpet... And we won't have to deal with the fuck up we did.
0: So, the jury, basically, he goes back in for his retrial, and the jury found uh, the handicapped suspect not guilty of the charges in the kidnapping, rape, and murder of Christy Lynn Mullins. The jury believed the testimonies of the alibi, and... That's all I had there. I don't know why it ended. god <laughs> <'Cause laughs> my computer's yeah, garbage. Yeah, because it's retarded, but, okay, so But the weird little tidbit of the whole thing is that they end up finding that um, so Jack Newell, when he came in for the first trial of, um, sorry, not Jack Newell, I totally fucked their names up there, Henry Newell, the guy, the original guy who stumbled upon this guy beating this girl, was in jail at the time of Jack Carmen's trial, the first one, and came in as a witness in handcuffs because he had lit his own house on fire, and- Woo-hoo. Right? And there's a picture of him in, like, shackles with this creepy-ass smile on his face where you're like, you're fucked, and you're happy that you're going to a fucking trial, that you know you murdered and raped this girl, and you're sending this guy to jail, and it's working out, and you're like...
1: Oh, well, to a psychopath, that's that's totally... That's
0: the coolest thing of the entire world. Like, that is
1: total ego stroke, and look, I'm so much smarter than the police. It comes
0: out that after... So, 40 years after the murder or whatever, it comes out that... He had admitted to his niece. His niece finally goes. I was terrified of him and terrified of my life, but he's gone now, so I can come out and says he admitted to me and said I'm, I was the I was the one that murdered that girl that day, and whatnot. And then I think DNA testing, if I'm right, came out. And then they tested the DNA testing, and they were like, yes, it matches because yeah. they had his from. So you obviously. wonder.
1: Okay, so you wonder. Like I don't, and
0: originally my point of the whole not saying Carol's name. Sorry to cut you off, but the whole thing of not saying Carol Reeves' name—the friend she was with that left—she was the original person he called. So right, like, is it was Carol the original target? Did he did he want her? And then he just saw Chrissy and said fuck. Did he want both the girls? And knew that the girl would bring a friend. Like and was and or maybe he saw both of them. And because there was a thing where it said that when they showed up it was like passing time and they were kind of like where's this guy and it's kind of well, wondered if he walked up and was like shit there's two of them uh, I was just gonna say that. and then they one went it. in and he's like fuck I can go up and he probably was like yeah. oh your friend will follow she, she'll ask they'll tell her about where it is and you just yeah. follow me or whatever and she goes and follows it's right over here yeah it's right behind the store yeah. and then just fucking covers her mouth and drags her into the forest yeah
1: uh, totally probably just opportunity but like how Originally fuck do you feel like Carol? Carol
0: right how fuck do you feel as Carol yeah. being oh, like terrible and knowing that you walked... Away, that 20 minutes you were standing there, she was being beaten and yeah. raped in the woods right beside you. Oh, like, right beside Jesus me. Christ. And it was supposed to be you? Like, whew. Okay, so...
1: That puts me in mind of, in the 80s, um, Nicole Moran in Toronto. So, Nicole Moran... Okay, so, guys, just so we're clear, I'm just remembering this yes. off the top of my head. <clears throat> You could ring that up, actually okay. ring up Nicole Moran. So Nicole Moran was a runner, Me too. Yes. like she was, and I think she was only like eleven or something. And it was in Toronto, and I think she won like a couple of races, whatever. Like you know um, how they do all the schools, yes, competitions. Yes, yes. And she got a phone call that um, they wanted her to. Look up the story.
0: I'm going to. I just want... Hold on. I just wanted to show you. That's Henry Newell. When he was being taken to uh, go...
1: Creepy Right? Shit. Look at this yeah. creepy you can, ass You can't face. do that
0: on I'm sorry. It's not a, a phone. Anyway. I have a touch computer, so I can use my screen to zoom in. And every time I try to do it on her computer,
1: she goes, it's not a phone.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, Nicole Moran. So, she gets a phone call at home. And it's supposedly a photographer oh. from the newspaper mm-hmm. who wants her to come down to the track... Very public place to have her pictures taken in its summertime for the newspaper to do an article on her and her running. Um, so she goes and he rapes and kills her. And I don't think they ever found. Like she phoned her mom at work and said, um, "This guy phoned. I'm going, you know, to have my picture taken for yeah. the newspaper." But eighties, seventies, eighties. It was like, oh, cool. Yeah, true. And, that's you know, that's be home cool. by five or whatever. So, yeah, so. I
0: can't. Miranda?
1: Yes. <laughs> I forgot that the space part doesn't yes, work. Yes, so it's like. Anyway, so that was a huge thing. So many murders in Toronto in. Toronto. In the 80s and 70s. Nicole and oh Yeah, um,
0: it's definitely.
1: Okay, so here it is. Winston. Yeah. See, it's gone. She's like, she's still gone. Nicole Moran's disappearance still haunts her family. Please. Puppets. Zip that dogs up. Um. Ugh. One of the largest, most extensive investigations in Toronto police history has failed to turn up a single clue in the case of missing eight-year-old Nicole Moran. Aw. Um.
0: So look, mom. Sorry. But that's that's Jack. Yeah, he's Car- creepy. Okay, yeah, but that's not that's Jack Carmen, and that's the sketch. So that's oh, the, ca- for the guy with the mental disabilities. Oh, and cynical. that's the sketch. It's it looks fucking identical to him.
1: uh no, see, and I totally lied to you, Nicole Moran, because <laughs> there were so many. Uh, totally, it was total lie about the running. <laughs> um, Nicole Moran. Left to go uh, swimming, left her apartment to go swimming and meet her friend in the lobby. Never made it to the lobby. Oh, never made it to the lobby. Never made it to the lobby. Never made it to the lobby. That's Nicole Moran. She left with her towel and her bathing suit on and her flip flops, walked to the elevator, pushed the button, came on, see after. Again, 80s, we just see you yeah. later, right? Eight years old. Um, pushed the button. And her friend was waiting in the lobby. That's how she knew. Because she buzzed up. Okay, I'm here. Right? Oh, my God. Never made it to the lobby. Oh, the friend waited around for a little bit. But, you know, 10, yeah. 20 minutes, whatever. And then decided that Nicole's not coming. Maybe she's in trouble. Whatever. Yeah. Who knows? And just went to the pool by herself. Never made it to the lobby. What
0: the Never f- found the guy. Fuck. Did they yeah. find her body? Uh, no. So <laughs> she just fucking disappears. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah.
1: So I uh, I would say that it's probably in that apartment building.
0: Oh my god, what if it's like a fucking janitor behind the boiler or something? Well no well now <laughs> you're
1: talking about um the other little girl that went missing.
0: Oh are you fucking Drew a Ramsey? No. Okay, 'cause um, she well, the she other won't. one in Toronto that
1: went missing. Oh god, I can't remember her name. There's so many. No, um actually Aunt Caroline worked for a lawyer and saw the autopsy pictures of that. So yeah, she went missing, a um, little six-year-old girl in Toronto, running around just playing whatever, and disappeared. And I think it was 10 days later, um, they found her body in, behind the boiler, in the boiler room. And it was the... Um, Fucking janitor? Janitor. Motherfuckers. Did it. And uh a little pink whiffle around
0: her head. Oh! I know. Uh, Terrible. God oh, damn God. it. She was playing with goddamn chalk five minutes right. before that. Right? Oh. Yeah, come on, let's get it. Let's Did let's ever I ever tell you playing. the story when I was younger, when I was out playing out front and some car came up and I don't remember if it, I, I feel like there was a woman in the passenger seat like... Carl and, and it was a dude and they'd stopped in front of like at the stop sign and they turned to me and they hollered at me and they were like hey do you know where like or this direction or whatever and instantly i was like it,
1: it, well you hated everybody i hated so. everybody to begin
0: with but i stood at the porch and i pointed with my hands <laughs> and i didn't move from where i was and i was like no, this is not okay. Like, I was like, why are you even asking me? And I was like, and, like, I just remember him kind of being, like, trying to, and I ran into the house, and I was like, nope, that's not happening. (sighs) So, like, I think often, like, I wouldn't even go to the Dickie D by myself. So, like... No, you were terrible. My
1: best friend, Julie Miller, and I, like, I have had in my lifetime so much... Near misses.
0: Oh, like my cokehead story. Oh, no, you have no idea. Well, I don't yeah, think I know. I've
1: even told you half of them. So, my friend Lizanne and I, playing in that forest, <laughs> yeah. were made to strip naked and swim in the little creek. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. my God. Uh... Totally did that. And we did. They didn't touch us or anything. Strip naked and swim in the creek. oh my god Yeah, I remember I had a little yellow. Yeah, well, that's how it cigar. starts. And then fucking. Right. Um, And, of course, would never tell my parents because it would be my fault. Then I had the babysitter's son. I'm seven. Babysitter's son, two sons, Uncle Warren's age and another one. And one held me to, in the basement, because it was a babysitter, one held me to the chair while the other one stuck his penis in my mouth. Oh, my God. I'm seven years old. So, when I start crying that I don't want to go to the babysitters anymore... Nanny asked me why. Do you know what I told her? What? Because she puts mustard on my bologna sandwich.
0: Of course, because that's how fucking that's what victims think, is that I right? can't tell her the real story of this guy forcing himself on me right. at seven, don't even understand. Seven. That happened to me. And just teenage You know, times. I've never had anything like that happen to
1: me. Um, well, good. <laughs> Not good. that I can remember, but... Good. Oh, that's just the beginning. I'm seven. That's two things <laughs> when I was seven. Um, I was in a field... When I was at a cottage with a particular person. Oh, God. Okay. And um, had a handgun. And we were shooting at tin cans.
0: This sounds like the start of a serious
1: fucking murder story. Right. And it was me and Uncle Warren and this other person. And I don't remember much of it because I was just small. Yeah. I just remember that Nanny lost her shit when we got back to... The cottage mm-hmm. because i lost the top to my bikini bathing suit
0: well yeah i'd be fucking losing my shit okay, too so
1: but as i have no memory of it I, I remember shooting the tin cans and i remember being chased by a bull <laughs> but why i did not have my bikini top bathing suit on at probably 10 i don't remember like I don't. I just know nanny was mad,
0: which is like again that, that creepy it. thing. Like if maybe you blocked it out,
1: could be. However, Uncle Warren was there. Oh so, yeah. But see again, was he? Or That's is what that I mean. Just my memory, or is that
0: your memory? Right? Just being like, um, so those are
1: those. Then, oh my God, Julie Miller and I. You have no idea the things we've seen. Um, walking down Young Street, mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning, not in our right mind. <laughs> And this guy goes flying by on a bike, and it's summertime, and he has on a long leather coat with a um, fur collar, and the coat goes flying up behind him, stark naked underneath. Oh, God. That's like when
0: I was walking down the street, and I saw the guy do the fucking spin around, and I was like nine, and I was in the car with Nanny and Poppy, and he had pants, long jeans on that were cut down the sides, and he was walking, and he just did a spin, and as he spun... They went flying in all four directions, and I saw everything, and I was just like, what? Another time,
1: Julie Miller and I get into the elevator um, to go to the 11th floor to see our friend Rudy, Mm -hmm. and this guy gets on with us and doesn't say a word, and here's what I remember, and Julie will vouch for me. He was very tall, and at the time, it's the 80s, and he had the most beautiful brown, long feathered hair. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and he didn't say a word, so, and as Julie and I and were crazy, yes. right? So he pushed the button for the 11th floor. And I don't think he pushed a button until like just before we, or after we pushed 11. Yes. Then he pushed 10 or whatever. Uh, and 10, 11 was the top floor. Um, so we were giggling and carrying on. And I think I said out loud, wow, you have really nice hair or yeah. something. Just teenagers, you know, 14, yeah. or whatever. Went to Rudy's, true story, get off the elevator. He gets off at the 10th floor. We get off the elevator, go to Rudy's door, knock on the door. There's no answer. We start walking back to the elevator and we hear this <coughs> like a clicking of a tongue. Oh
0: my God.
1: And we look and there's this guy oh at the end of the God. hall, leaning out of the door to the staircase, jerking his chicken. Oh
0: God. It off.
1: And what do we do? laugh Laugh. (laughs) just laugh hysterically another time we're coming through the doors and there had been um a flasher running around our neighborhood and everybody was warned about the flasher and it and it wasn't that guy yeah so this is a totally another guy same summer right yeah we come through the doors and the two of us look at each other because he had a long trench coat on like typical yeah
0: why? Yeah. Like, why do right? all people who do voyeurs okay. and shit... Not have Probably to-
1: because they can have... When they have a long trench coat, it can they be can be have very their mis- pants yes. down already. Yes, yes. Right? And they just open their coat. So, we go through the one set of doors, look at each other, and go, flasher. Right? <laughs> go through the second set, and then he's leaning against the wall. Just flash. Dick hanging yes. way out. Like, what? So, Julie takes off. <laughs> Screaming, I'm gonna phone the police! And I stand there laughing at him, Uh, two feet away. We go up. This is a funny story. We go upstairs to her house, and her mom instantly calls the police. So the police get there, and um, they're asking questions. Like, can you describe him? I (laughs) shit you not, Julie says. Well, he was pink and kind of cone shaped. swear to you um no ma'am and, we're not talking about right? the penis and the cop is trying not to laugh and he's like um sweetie i meant his face i meant his face swear to you julie's like why well, didn't it look was, at his face I, it was all i could see was penis right was just the
0: penis on my well face. it was
1: pink and kind of cone shape oh my god the funniest story ever oh so that's god. another time and the reason we went to julie's home and not nanny and poppy's mm-hmm. was because nanny and poppy were away
0: and oh I was alone. God. Oh, great!
1: And so there's a splasher, and fun. I was alone. But I was—I think I was 16 at that time. Another time, go across to the store. Just cross the street to the store, and some guy in his truck's got a map in his lap. <laughs> calls me over. says, Excuse me. Can you tell me where? Lifts his map. Full on hard on. Him. this
0: is my life (laughs) why do people keep showing me their penises she doesn't even get dick pics she just gets full-on in your face real life penis real life right in your face
1: crossing right here (laughs) apple and john remember that story and i'm standing at the lights crossing to go to the flower school coming from the monk middle of the day middle of the summer downtown oshawa standing at the lights waiting for it to change And I make eye contact with this guy and see his hand motion. And he is jerking his chicken. Oh, my God. As he's driving.
0: Jerking his chicken. Nobody's going to
1: want (laughs) to eat jerk chicken ever again. (laughs) As he's driving. So, I go back. I phone the police. And they come. I'm like, seriously. I wouldn't give a shit. Because that is how desensitized I am to penis showing. Except for it is middle of the day. Yeah. It is summertime. And what's to say this guy is going to pull up to a playground?
0: Yeah. Well, for right? sure.
1: right? Totally. So, the cop's like, okay, well... And I took down his license plate. Mm-hmm. So, the cop comes... He says, okay, well, you know, we'll contact him, whatever. The cop comes back and says, okay, so he's now on the sex offender list. Yeah. Right? Without being charged. Married man oh, with lovely. two children. Lovely. Right? Says to the cop... Oh, um, I know the woman that's, the girl that's complaining about that. I I totally remember her. She was jaywalking. I almost hit her. That's why she's lying and telling you this. The cop, smart cop that he was, says, really? Well, there was a woman next street down, John Street and Sintko, who yes. reported the same thing. Huh. You have till 9 a.m. tomorrow morning to come in and report yourself. Or I'm going to show up here tomorrow when your wife is home. Yep. Sure enough, he did. Like, seriously.
0: But seriously. I yeah. have
1: more people show me their dick than is at all okay. <laughs> so- and
0: I mean, there's probably so many that I just don't even well, remember.
1: Because it was just so...
0: These, that's the two stories that I remember. Like, well, first, when I got a random... I was standing at work, and I was talking to my, my manager, Jeff, at Tim Hortons, and he's funny as shit, and as I'm standing there, I look down at my phone, and some guy just randomly sends me a picture, or like a dick pic, but it was like, sorry, meant to send it to a different girl named Christina, or something stupid like that, but then it turns out he had sent it to other people, so I was like, mm, buddy, clearly... Was that
1: the one that worked overnights
0: at my work? No, and that... I okay. okay, no, but yes, that was like fucking years ago, that was... Right, hey. you were like fucking 13 and 14 yes and he was like 20 something and but that right. was again reported. not me right. that right. was olivia <laughs> i reported that she listens to this let's not just be a dickhead <laughs> and blast her ass out i was just gonna say she knew him from beforehand it wasn't she knew him through her a mom or something friend. or something I think like it, that. i think
1: you said it was her brother yeah friend.
0: so it wasn't like she, she just shabby. randomly met yeah. this dude or I something but he's creepy as fuck and she even said he was creepy as fuck and she would say that but he no sent a dick pic Okay. And I
1: totally called him out on it.
0: Yes. But Did no Did you
1: send a dick pic to my daughter and her friend?
0: Um the uh, no, this isn't the same guy though. Why? I know. Why? Listen to my story! Stop cutting me off!
1: But why would somebody send a dick pic? Do they honestly think I'm gonna go now there's somebody? Yeah,
0: right? No, unless I no, and even then, ew. No. And dicks are I'm sorry, they're, they're
1: gross. They're not. They're gross. They're, they're weird, weird ugly. looking. They're
0: fucking weird. Completely weird <laughs> why? looking. Why? Why do you like I don't know.
1: Fascinating.
0: But, oh, Completely for sure. <laughs>
1: Weird looking. Yes,
0: 100%. Weird. Um, But no, but what basically... I'm standing there and I get this message on my phone that's like, oh, sorry, it wasn't meant for you. But I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, this guy just sent (laughs) sent me a dick pic. And he goes, do you know who it is? My manager goes, do you know who it is? I'm like... I don't know, Jeff. I don't know dicks off the top of my head. <laughs> like, don't just have a Rolodex of dicks in my brain right now. He just starts pissing himself, laughing. He's like, oh my God, Kristen, of course that's what you say. I'm like, uh-huh. No, sorry, Jeff. I can't fucking picture the dick off the top of my head. Like Okay, so
1: let's, let's do a public service announcement.
0: Yes. If
1: you are a guy and listening to this
0: don't send dick pics unless they're dick already pic. prompted with pictures you're being sent to no. yourself but even then girls usually don't want a dick pic no we don't
1: want a dick pic <laughs> we're gonna we'll we don't work. even
0: know how to yeah how do you even compliment a dick pic oh you look so great with your like no <laughs> like i mean i'm just awkward in general so let me fucking i can't even no, imagine what like, sexing is like anyways. okay so, but to begin with to try to be right. like Yep, I want to picture what you look like when you're fucking coming home from work and you want to have a fucking I jerk wished, sex, inter- I wish this session. was a
1: video so you could see my face. Because literally, picture in your brain, gentlemen, picture in your brain a woman with the most horrified look on her face like she's just seen a three-headed monster yeah. crawl out of her vagina. Yes. That is the look on the chick's face every time. Every time she sees a dick pic. Whether she's known you for 20 years yeah. or she's known you for never.
0: It's just instantly like,
1: "Oh god. We don't want to see dick pics. We are not the same as you. We are opposite. Men are very visual <laughs> yes. and want to see boobs and vaginas." Which and is cool, whatever, but like women don't work like that. That is why our porn is uh,
0: true romance yes, stories. Like, like fucking mushy as We words. are,
1: our fantasies consist of, I don't know, flowing white gowns on a beach and being told how beautiful and wonderful we are. That's what brings us to orgasm. <laughs> Not dick pics. Just saying.
0: Just stop with the dick pics. Please. <laughs> they are <laughs> hideous. <laughs> they look
1: <laughs> disgusting. There's nothing redeeming. And if you have a very large penis, truthfully, as a woman, I can tell you, they're terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like gonna ah! hit me in half.
0: <laughs> that is scary. Please oh my don't. god, get that away! Right, every time Dan takes his and penis and off, I just, I'm like, oh god, no, terrifying. okay, that's where I'm gonna stop you. All right, anyways.
1: Well, your brother is definitely your father's son. Gross.
0: So. Ew again! What the fuck? No, I don't need to know <laughs> that? that shit. Well, neither damn. do
1: I, and I need to share because if I have to have these visions in my head, no. so do you, no, just so say stop, please, with the dick pics. No, yes,
0: that's that's it. No more dick pics <laughs> ever.
1: If you, if why you is it still climb, a thing? Right. If you feel inclined, do you know what? Listen, a <laughs> look, nice listen, look, and listen. A nice
0: bare bum pick. I don't know. Oh, they're cute. There's something, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not. I like dan- I like bum. I don't. Dance bum. My, honestly, you know what gets me- <laughs> which is- You know what gets me going? <laughs> Gross! Susan. Oh no, this is the funny thing. I just like manly hands. <gasps> yes, like very manly Man, what, with right like with the veins, veins and shit. That's what love. I like. so all. I, totally that's all. But that's again. That's how you know we're so fucking wired differently. Because I'm like, I don't want a dick pic. I just want to fucking see your nice, vainly right? hands. Like, Those hands will protect me and build me yes. shit. Yes, that's, and build me shit. Right, and build
1: me shit. That's why they're appealing.
0: <laughs> Those just are manly. Diamond. Not even. They're going things. to
1: protect me. Yeah, they're going to support me because I have like I always feel
0: like I have manly hands so the bigger the guy's hands to me I'm like oh the smaller and daintier I feel
1: (laughs) I don't have these long lanky fingers oh my god you're so funny (laughs) because I don't think you could be any more
0: dainty dainty (laughs) not
1: my hands imagine me so 16 we're in Florida and um we're we're talking to this guy he's in a band whatever and he says to me Wow. Uh, right? <laughs> wow. Wow. Look at the size of the paws on y'all. <laughs> fuck off. Talking about my big hands. Those are some big hands you got there. And your legs, they're like swimmer legs. <laughs> fuck off. Go fuck yourself. Right? Guess what I don't want to hear? How big my hands are? Right. Remember Stu used <laughs> to tell me all the time, Janet, if you worked out, you could be one of those competitive <laughs> bodybuilders. Do you know what is not appealing to me?
0: <laughs> a woman with the crazy amounts of fucking gross muscles. No, it's disgusting. Yes, it creeps me out too. To me, to me this personally, is my not opinion. Yeah, feminine.
1: No, not feminine at all. <laughs> like, I want to be. I want you to tell me how damsel in distress I am. Never going to happen because I'm like a
0: football player. And I feel like. Well, I feel like a lot of the time those people have. It's just another drug. It's just another addiction. Yeah, yeah It's just yeah, 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 another. Yeah. I know a girl that I went to high school with who was really into, who was kind of a. I, we we used to call them super sluts, basically. <laughs> I mean Olivia, because like you know we were just the two stoner girls, that like fucking girls going at the goddamn fucking junction, whatever. But she ended up she they weren't sluts. They were just very out there, kind of I like and hung out with all the
1: guys. Babies were conceived in junction bathroom.
0: I wouldn't say a lot because it's pretty fucking busy. It would be pretty hard to be fucking someone in Junction. But, uh, I mean, I mean, bathroom. On the dance floor, I don't know, probably a lot. Oh, well, but... I'd
1: with Dan in Thirsty Monk's bathroom in the middle of a busy night.
0: <laughs> okay, no, but I mean, with Junction, it's, like, literally... The, and the door's kind of, like, it doesn't even have a door. It's, like open like you know what i mean i mean i'm fucking uh, they apparently they grease the back of the toilet so that people can't do lines off the toilet so so you put your fucking drugs down and instantly your drugs are fucked because <laughs> it's got pine fall or whatever the fuck oh they put on the back of imagine? it right stinging and everybody's still like going and they're just like wow i feel really
1: great right now <laughs>
0: don't you like do
1: it off your hand remember when you guys just oh that's about what chris my...
0: said the other day he's like look at you've got perfect coke hands i was like Ugh. um good thing i've never touched that shit in my life yeah. Remember you used to tell me I used to have
1: a coke nail? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know what you're
0: talking about. What are you talking about? What's her a coke nail? fucking needle? giant ass goddamn fucking <laughs> pinky that's the size of her... It's because I'm,
1: I don't do any work, so well, my yeah. grow. My pinky fingers grow long.
0: Yeah. Um, I did have... I was saying something, and now we've just digressed, so now I can't of remember. Of course, but who cares? Yeah.
1: Um, Can I just tell you that holding... Okay, so the light is shining in the window and right into my eyes, the sun... And I have my
0: arms oh, up. Oh, the girl. The fucking fitness girl. I remember now. Yes, you have your arms up. Go on. And my pits stink. Nice.
1: Gross. Susan.
0: Mine don't. Get some I smell like tanning soap. lotion. Um, okay, no, but that girl. Sorry, that's what I was talking about. The bodybuilder. She used to go to Junction, like that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, she's like, oh, a health kick. And I fucking love to eat healthy and da-da-da-da. Then it was all, I'm a fucking bodybuilder. And literally, and I was like, ew. Like, I'd see pictures and I'd be like... Don't get it, and it confused me, it wasn't even, it confused me even more, because she was very, like, like that before, and then instantly, like, very thick, and I'm like, I'm pretty how I am, and then all of a sudden it was like, fucking, I gotta do this, and now, she literally went to fucking, oh, I'm not a bodybuilder anymore, I'm basically just like a fucking stripper, I don't know, just like, pictures where like her legs are spread open and it's just raunchy oh, quotes that. and shit and all that's going through my head mom is just wait until we do a podcast and i'm like she feels like shit she's going on about how oh i went through a rough time in my life but i'm i'm just i'm not doing bodybuilding. i'm not doing this i'm just i'm living my and you know she's gonna have like no makeup on it's gonna be like a shirt up to yeah. her fucking neck being like yeah. oh i'm i just went through a really hard time in my life but it's just funny to be like looking at her post now where she's like oh i'm fucking the alpha woman and i'm like yeah. you're you're sad and crying it's and, and very upset with yourself and like God forbid she'll listen to this but by any random past, chance. Though, That's right? my, I don't want her to think that I'm just totally ripping her apart. I just feel like I can see right through that facade that she's putting up. And yeah. I think that, I think she just needs to not try to put any image on herself. I think she just yeah. needs to do the work Well, obviously she... But knows. obviously shit's going on. But it, I, it's the fact that I can look at it and be like, eh. Yeah. it can't be the only do one Do you know that what one
1: it. of my bucket list things is? What? Oh my god, I'm... Okay, are you ready for this? Because <laughs> you know how crazy I am. I would like to get a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, <laughs> a bag of cookies.
0: I did not expect you to say that. Okay. It's not right. Okay, just wait. A bag
1: of cookies, a couple of chocolate bars, maybe a cake, okay? And go sit at a gym. <laughs> and eat it all. Pull up a chair in front of the fucking treadmills. just gorge like fat bastards. yeah just have grease all over my face and just gorge while these fuckers are working out on those stupid ass treadmills
0: yeah no fuck you do you
1: remember dr verdonk said to me (laughs) janet your cholesterol is a little bit high you should start working out and i said well that's not gonna fucking happen ever yeah so let's not even pretend yeah and he's like, well, you know, Janet, but that's how you can get it down. Okay, next mm-hmm. on the list. Yeah, <laughs>
0: give me another
1: thing. Mm-mm. Well, <laughs> you know, if you eat healthy, then you can poop out the cholesterol. And I'm like, okay. that I can do. That I can, does. I can eat lots of fiber. No, I have no. I desire. don't.
0: I didn't tell my, uh, my story about um,
1: Creeper McCreeperson. Creeper McCreeperson. Let's save it for another one. I didn't tell the story about. Uh, your um, DNA connection to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde.
0: Which is
1: fucking, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> so hey Right? No, totally. Kristen is completely, 100%, Kristen and her Brody family, are 100% DNA connected, great, 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 great gazillion times grandfather, is the reason the book Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was.
0: Which
1: is? So, I... <laughs> Bought her the movie today, so I'd like to watch it with her, and then we can discuss yes, it after. Yes, and we'll discuss it, yes. And the family resemblance of William Deacon, or, no, Deacon William Brody is his name, born in 1741. If you Google the picture of him, and you look at Kristen, there's no question they are related.
0: <laughs> Although he's a pretty hideous mm-hmm. man, so it's kind of funny that we say that, but... Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just don't get me in trouble
1: with the Brody side of the family anyways. So, yeah, this was a this was a much better one on the 4th. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. on the v- no, it was like 5th. What are you talking about? But yes.
1: Um anyways, it doesn't matter if it's funny cuz it's funny too. Well,
0: we still don't know what we're doing. What we're doing? We don't know what the the whole thing is. I know people liked how we talked about mental health last week, which We tend to talk a lot about, so like that's obviously something that's going to be coming up in other podcasts and whatnot. But that is a great segue.
1: The mental health to your mental health is DNA related (laughs) from Doctor Jekyll, Mister. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Some things are just you know. That's well, I mean, it's some mental health issues are completely passed down from that family to family. And sorry, but the Brodies?
0: <laughs> yeah, we got some some few mental issues there. Yeah.
1: Well, again, the famous book, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, your 4,000 times great-grandfather.
0: Oh my, so, oh, my God. But, yeah.
1: And none of the Clarks are crazy.
0: Oh, yeah, no, not at all. No? Nope. Not even a little bit. No. Not the Clarks. At all. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but you're fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> Listen... <laughs>
0: I, I I'll kill you. I just I know that
1: Dan sent Kristen a dick pic. She called me crazy. <laughs>
0: so we're going on an hour now. It's fifty three minutes.
1: No, it was supposed to be a half hour.
0: What we fucking twenty minutes in? It took her fucking my one story. So okay. so.
1: Okay,
0: we bye. Sa- Wait, we saved someone the other day. That was exciting. We'll tell that on another podcast though, yes.
1: because I am a hundred percent sure. We will redo this one again anyway. I oh, no. I'm fucking this. posting
0: this. No. Yes. I don't. I am not redoing this one. This isn't happening. I don't care. Nope. We'll just. This is how podcasts are. Can i edit it? Yes. I've, holy fuck. I've said that 20,000 times. That's why I was like, I can edit the other fucking five that we did.
1: Okay. Have a lovely <laughs> week. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.